Hey, Wits Warriors. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today. We've got this lady, an amazing lady, Debs, with Inner Perspective Coaching on with us. She is our guest host for today. Debs, can you tell us what you are sipping on today? I am right there with you. It's all about the water today. I am laying off margaritas, at least for this week. We got a lot to get done. So now Debs is our heartbreak coach, and she will be offering services to our ladies and gents, because we don't discriminate, in shelters. And she's also got an array of resources and great tips um, for anyone outside of shelters as well. Debs, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Absolutely. I am Deborah Houston, and I, but everybody calls me Debs. So I started in a perspective coaching, I guess, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And it, we do, I focus on breakup recovery because a lot of times men and women, they just, they're stuck. They don't have a clue what's next. They're afraid, they're embarrassed. Um, and they don't know what's next and how to even get started. So I help with that getting started and getting you through it so that you end up breaking through instead of breaking down. That's that's really good. I, I like that, breaking through instead of breaking down. So I think one of the important things to know is that a lot of times you don't have to be at rock bottom yet to need a coach. Um, just like football, y'all can see things that we cannot. So, um, I mean, would you agree that a lot of your clientele isn't necessarily rock bottom, at least not yet? No, a lot of them are not at rock bottom. And a lot of them are just getting out of the relationship, mm-hmm. you know, by choice or not by choice. Um, and when they're getting the ones that are getting out of relationships by choice, meaning they've made the decision to leave, they start out strong. Nice. And so they just need to know what to do, what not to do, how to move forward, how to rediscover themselves, because you tend to lose your identity inside of your partner. You know, you take on their values, you take on their their demeanor sometimes. We do. (laughs) And their beliefs and their their habits. And you don't know what you like. You know, you don't know because they like golf. So you took up golf. You know, you go and take up golfing when you actually like tennis. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tennis, you just lay that down. and, And it's all about the golf game now. You know, so let's get you back to tennis. Let's get you back to crafting. Let's get you back to, you know, whatever it is or whatever it was that made you so happy before this person. 
Let's get you in back into those things. Exactly. You know, there's usually something new that you want to try as well, but they weren't interested, so you never got a chance to try it. Exactly. And that's important to find yourself again instead of just sitting around wallowing afterwards, because like you said, that's what's going to keep you moving forward. Now, as we like to call it, we all know, especially romantic heartbreak wise, people like to spin the block when they see you recovering, healing, living your best life. What do you tell your clients about that? You know they're going to come right back. You're the coach. You can almost anticipate it before they do. What tips do you have with that? When they come back around because they see you doing amazing Mm -hmm. and they don't see you broken anymore, remember where you are and stay there. Yes, They're going to try to pull you back into the person they knew, but you are no longer that person and you fought hard to become the new and best version of you. So when they say, you know, nobody's ever going to want to date you. Nobody's ever wanted. You are a terrible mom. You, you know, and I would have, I had this one client that um, had left held up the relationship and every time the ex would say something like that to her she said yeah you're right I'm a terrible mom Mm. nobody's ever gonna want me and I helped her with a new perspective because when you say those things the subconscious mind is always on and listening and it doesn't know the difference the tape recorder And no, you're absolutely right. It does not know the difference between what's true, what your real beliefs are. If you're just, you know, being sarcastic with this person, um, you're just going along to get along. It does not know any of the backstory. Mm -hmm. All it knows is you just said you're a bad mom. Yeah, you're right. Nobody's going to want me. That's what it knows. And that type of talk, um, I feel like it's one of the things that we already know, like emotionally, it hurts to hear. And then, of course, it, you know, hurts your brain. And there's all types of things, like you said, going on with the subconscious when you repeat those things, even sarcastically. But the stress from those type of words I mean, it wears at you emotionally, and then that takes a physical tax. And I mean, stress kills. They call it the silent killer for a reason. Uh, Would you agree to that? Or what thoughts do you have on that emotional taking over physically? You know, I like to say it's not the pain that's going to destroy you. It's the decision to live with it. Hmm. Because when you think that you can deal with it and not not heal it, not change it, not use it, pain is an amazing foundation for you to build upon. It is. Because it's, it's solid. It's what you're going to learn from it and how you're going to change from it. That's solid. Yes. So to 
to those out there that know, okay, I've recognized the red flag. This isn't working. They're talking to me crazy. Maybe they're putting their hands on me, whatever's going on. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And they just are second guessing themselves. Now I call it, I always say you have to be very brave to make the decision um, and maybe start to see something better and different on the other side. But we do tend to hesitate, especially when we get comfortable. You call it something else. You don't call it brave. Tell us what you call it. I like to call it courage because it takes courage to courage what happens. Courage unlocks the door for confidence to move in. Mm. And when confidence moves in, it brings a whole lot of things with it. It brings self-worth. It brings self-love, self-awareness, and self-acceptance. And you know what I love about all of that that you just named? It's stuff that no one can take from you once you're solid in that. It's literally lightweight. You can carry it everywhere you go. And it's something that no one's going to just easily like snatch or take off of you. It's not like, oh, I put my makeup on. I put this facade on every day. If you steal my makeup bag, I'm in trouble. That confidence and everything that comes with it, it, it you're right. It's You said it locks so, so many doors. It unlocks them. That's absolutely correct. And, um, so now you're no stranger to heartbreak. Can you tell us about some of the stuff you've been through that make you the go-to coach for this? Because I feel like it's something, until you've really been through some things sometimes, you can't really speak on or help someone else overcome it. Yes, absolutely. So I am that mother who got the phone call at midnight, to be exact, um, that my oldest son had been killed and how do I tell, number one, how do I tell his little brothers? Mm. How do I go on? Um, what do we do next? You know, do I let them see me on the floor in my closet, you know, in a fetal position with a pillow over my head? crying until I had no tears left um, or do I do that and then get up and said okay these boys need me they need their mom Deborah mm-hmm. is still Deborah they need someone to show them love their dad they need him to show them love and, and help them help them get past this. And we all had to get past this. But I knew I could not shut myself off and grieve their big brother for the rest of my life. Mm. Because their lives mattered as well. Exactly. And, you know, that's just... I'm not going to get emotional on this call right now, but it's just like one of those things where it's like it, you 
think about it in the back of your mind. Sometimes we don't ever really like to think about it because it just makes us feel that type of way. But then getting that phone call and you're trying to pick yourself up off the ground and show other people, show your other boys how to be strong. It's like that makes you perfect for a coach because it's like, look, yes, I'm sad too. Yes, I know how this feels. I'm going through it sometimes with you. You know, sometimes, you know, your therapist, whoever might be sitting on the sofa crying right along with you, right? But it's like, we got this. We can still bounce back from it. And um, resilience is everything. And it's something that I feel like we're born with a little bit of it, maybe, but it's definitely one of those gifts that is built upon. You got to go through some stuff. And then the thing I will say about resilience, would you agree that once you go through something major like that, you can have a deeper appreciation and then also look at other stuff like, okay, this is no big deal. What I would have been crying over somebody stole my favorite pen at work. Now it's just like, you just have this different outlook and life becomes beautiful in a different way, if that makes sense. In a different way, yes. Um, the other very painful experience that, I, you know, life, life changing experience was the breakup of my relationship. And it's because that was so painful because I was more invested than he was. Mm -hmm. And as women, we tend to do that. We tend to date someone, choose someone based on the potential we see. Yes. They tell us they don't believe they're a good person. They tell us they don't believe this or that about themselves. And what do they say? Those red flags start to look like an amusement park. <laughs> because we try to force them to see their full potential. Mm-hmm. And they just don't. And therefore, we continue to invest ourselves and we invest, invest, and invest. And we do, you know, we redress them. We buy them a whole new wardrobe. Mm -hmm. You know, we we just, we do the most. The most. <laughs> I think we can all relate to that sometimes, especially sometimes you got to notice early on and kind of nip that in the bud. You're like, oh, I'm doing the most. I need to peel it back a little bit. But the thing about that type of heartbreak is like, even sometimes with family is, you feel betrayed. I feel like betrayal is the worst because you have to trust someone for them to be able to betray you in the first place. So um, what tips and what little things like walking, reading, is it different from person to person that you usually have them do to kind of take their mind off of some of these heartbreaks and start to find themselves again? just being present, mm. being present in the moment, being present and seeking your higher self to know that that person wants you to evolve into the best person that you could, 
are still, your thoughts are going to come. We can't stop them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not the thoughts that are coming. It's what you choose to do with those thoughts. Exactly. And this isn't an overnight thing at all, right? Like heartbreak no, mending no, sustainability no, sounds like it's your thing. Like you've got the tools and everything they'll need to sustain that over a period of time versus like, you know, you get that Instagram message or whatever, that text, that y- WYD text, and now you're weak in the knees all over again. Like you, you've got us, right? You've got our backs, Deb, so that that doesn't happen, I hope. <laughs> you know, know what to answer and know what to ignore. Mm. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Especially you look at the time and you look at the text and sometimes you just, it's not even, it shouldn't even be a discussion. Just, just put the phone down, child. Just put the phone down, flip it over, leave it unread. (laughs) You're really feeling weak at that moment. Switch, you know, switch, switch it up, get up, go do something. You know, you've been meaning to start the laundry. You've been meaning to journal. Mm. Writing in your journal and start writing down, you know, not the good, bad, and the ugly, but the bad and the ugly and the good. Yep. Switch that around. I like that. And get that bug out. The bad, the ugly, and the good. Not the good, bad, and the ugly. Because when you start listing all the good first. You get stuck on that. (laughs) You stay there. Mm. You don't recall the bad things and the ugly things. You don't recall the demeaning behavior. You don't recall being, you know, made to feel less than. You don't recall someone robbing you of your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Robbing you of your personal values. You you don't you don't recall those things. Exactly. You're, fo- you're focused on. Hey, we had a good time going out. Hey, we you know everything material. Debs, this has been such a pleasant and fruitful conversation. I love everything. Like I was telling you from from your cadence, the way you speak. And I feel like you're relatable to so many on just like a wide range. I love your Instagram inner perspective coaching. I know you were in Voyage Magazine of Atlanta. Tell us what else is coming up around the corner for Debs. What's going on with you in inner perspective? So inner perspective is growing. Um, We are adding to and we're going to be doing a mastermind on mastering the self so that those women and men Mm -hmm. who are struggling with self-worth, self-confidence, and self-acceptance, we're gonna work work through those things. It's a shorter program. It's only seven sessions versus 12. Um, Excuse me. So we're going to focus on those things and we'll get in there um, from confidence, from courage to confidence. I love it. I love it. And definitely make sure you update that bio with the link for the, um, what was the name of the magazine that you were oh, just in? Atlanta magazine, and then they reached out to me, and 
reached out to do, they have a new edition called Shout Out Atlanta. Nice. And so that dropped today. Whoop, whoop. And I'm so excited. definitely gonna need that that is you know the you know I hope there's some Beyonce to tell them off a little bit you know a little Beyonce and Riri in there to make you feel like a you know from breakup to baddie <laughs> thank you so much for coming on with us today and we hope to have you again soon inner perspective coaching uh, on Instagram you guys find Debs follow up with her she's a great follow when I'm feeling some days I'm Sarah Jakes Roberts. Other days I'm a little Kodak Black. But Debs always gets me back in there with her morning motivations and keeps me acting right. So I hope she's a blessing to you all as well. Debs, thank you so much again for coming on. And I will catch you guys next Wednesday. As usual, don't forget to water yourselves. Catch you soon. Thank you.